Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is Daily Dispatches, an audio project that helps me pay attention to what I'm paying attention to. This week is a big one, um, lots to celebrate, and got to travel to Northwest Alabama for Folklife in the South, put on by South Arts, and hear some Greek fiddle music from the coast of Florida, and um, some bluegrass from Sand Mountain, and some bird song from Northwest Alabama, and um, all kinds of in-between. We're going to start with a clip from the Celebration of Life ceremony for our dear neighbor, Zach Corley. Um, he was wonderful, part of our community, and um, was a cool person. I wasn't personally close with him. My interaction mainly consisted of <clears throat> when his cows broke through the fence, I would alert our farmer who was um, besties with Zach. And um, I don't know, I my my personal mantra, not my cows, not my camp bamboo, um, came from one of the outbreaks of um, cows flowing through the bamboo forest in the back of the yard. But anyway, Zach was a real one. Um, he was incredible. I would like to just read his interests from the um, program, from his um, celebration of life. His interests included agriculture and livestock, cars, trucks, motorcycles, and boats um, he collected, which is pretty incredible. And um, he attended Union High School, class of 1968, I believe it's in Gallatin. And some of his friends were there, and um, one of his besties um, delivered an address and a song that was just really beautiful. Um, and I want to read a little bit of this, and then I'll put on his friend's um, remembrance. And um, I just want to say to that Zach had amazing stories. He was a truck driver, and he had some incredible stories about what it was like to be a black truck driver when it wasn't safe to go to stop at a lot of the truck stops. And he built his own company. He had a construction company um, called Zach Corley Construction. And he's just a really incredible person. Um, anyway, as a trusted friend, father figure, mentor, and leader, Zach's life touched many people. He was a beloved companion, father, father-in-law, grandfather, brother-in-law, uncle, and cousin. His memory will endure in the hearts of loved ones and communities he impacted during his life. He was a man of many talents and accomplishments, possessed an innate ability, vocational technical training, extensive knowledge and experience that allowed him to achieve his goals of becoming a professional truck driver, sole proprietor, and heavy equipment operator. During the golden age of the trucking industry, he was a trailblazer and earned commendations for his exemplary proficiency and safe driving record while traveling the country. As a business owner, Zach demonstrated his expertise in operating heavy equipment, managing complex projects, and solving challenging problems related to grading and excavating. His work was always executed with precision and care, which earned him a reputation for excellence in his field. Later in life, he was able to realize his lifelong dream of returning to a simpler life in a rural agricultural community near the core of a major city. 
his diverse skill set and unwavering commitment to his farm and tight-knit community will always be remembered and admired by those who knew him the best in this rural area. Um, and uh, my landlord shared a story about Zach when when Tom and Brenda's house burned down. Their chimney was remaining, and um, she just talked about how poetic it was to see him operate um, a machine that was that tore down the chimney. Um, it had to be done really carefully, and um, she was just describing his adept skill in handling heavy machinery, which you know we love around here. We love complicated machinery. All right, I'm going to play a clip of Zach's bestie. They did tons of street racing and drag racing. They rode choppers together, and he was making a, a comparison between Zach's race and life and um, this history that they shared. And we can have fun, and he said we will. How precious these memories hold today. When he arrived home, he, he called me back and he said, hey, I'm home. I said, thanks for calling. My word's over for right now. Little did we know that the root of his journey, I think he did. He may have shared his vision with some of you. Precious memories, how they linger, how they ever flood my soul. For it's in the stillness of the midnight, sacred scenes unfold. For Zach, his life's battles have been fought. The victory has been won. The race is over. He crossed the finish line and got his reward from God. I can see him standing at that finish line, watching this race we run. With outstretched hands and to greet each of us, and with his smile saying, Weary pilgrim, welcome home. There will be peace in the valley for me someday. There will be peace in the valley. For me, oh Lord, I pray, there'll be no sadness, no sorrow, no trouble. I'll see there'll be peace in the valley for me from time. And I'm weary. Hi, my friend William and I are practicing to play at a wedding and he does music for work. And it was really fun to see him <laughs> running through a song the first time and his brain wheels turning and being able to solo kind of right out of the gate. I think it's magic, all of you professional musicians out there. After doing over a decade in piano, it's cool to see people just manifesting music, not reading it out of nowhere.
the melodious sounds of Music City, USA. It's June 5th. It's 5.41. It is hot outside. It is, oh, 87 degrees. About 40% humidity. CMA week. People are setting up. They have all my little cut-throughs roped off. Um, so I'm going a different way to work and I left my key at my desk for like maybe the second time in a year and a half. So I got to the truck and had to go back up to the building, but guess what? I'm going to live and it's a nice breezy, balmy Southern night. There's a new creature in a koi pond. I think it's a frog. What do you think? Right? I'm just giving some different picks. Look at this guy. Very cute. We bedazzled at Jen's bachelorette party and I was gifted a bedazzling kit from one of America's leading voices on country music scholarship. And I clicked the QR code to see what patterns they suggested and they were wacky and I was talking to Vaughn about the different patterns and um, this is a clip from our conversation because I didn't feel like asking him to say it again because he's cool and we've been friends for 20 years but still I still sometimes get embarrassed. Um, he doesn't really suffer fools so anyway this is me describing what the picture looks like. <laughs> I thought it and made it and just this and it's Scrooge McDuck eating a money sandwich. It's just, it's too much. Got to go to Folklife in the South this year. And I had never been before. And it was in Guntersville, Alabama. And it is a gathering of community leaders, folklorists, traditional artists, educators, documentarians, and other cultural workers. It's been happening for a long time. And just in case you're wondering what folk and traditional arts are, it is this, um, that they have this little statement on their website. The South is home to an abundance of traditional art forms, whether they are indigenous to the region or reflect the traditions of immigrant communities. Traditional arts are shared aesthetics, practices, and values of families, geographic communities, occupational groups, ethnic heritage groups, etc. Traditional arts are learned orally or by observation and imitation often through a mentor artist instructing an apprentice. These traditions are usually maintained without formal instructions or academic training. Some traditional arts have a deep-rooted history with little change, while others are constantly evolving and adapting to their changing environments. Some examples are like Anglo-American quilting or a certain kind of like Appalachian storytelling, Cherokee storytelling, traditional Vietnamese medicine, um, you know, Afro-Cuban bata drum, et cetera, Zydeco. So those are just examples of traditional arts. And here are some opening remarks from Elliot Knight, who is the ED of Alabama State Council on the Arts. And he's talking about the state of Alabama. Alabama is number one for diversity of freshwater mussels, freshwater fishes, freshwater snails, and turtles. 
The state is also first in carnivorous plant biodiversity. <laughs> I'll brag on Alabama whenever we're uh, at or near the top of the good list. Uh, but I'll share these facts with you just to kind of contextualize this place that we find ourselves in. Uh, you know, people are inexplicably linked to the natural environment that we uh, we find ourselves in, and this has greatly influenced cultural practices that have and continue to evolve here. Uh, it's a privilege to be amongst uh, so many talented and passionate folks uh, in this room. And I'm excited to learn from all of you over the next two days, and hope you have a wonderful time. If you're visiting from outside of Alabama, please uh, come back and explore, explore our state more when you have uh, time. Thank you so much for being here. I'd like to introduce Joy Young, South Arts Vice President of the Program. Friday, June night, and I'm in Northwest Alabama, getting the bird song. Also heard some deer moving around in the forest. Fourth rising, nothing there. At the top for three, no good, Miss Taylor. Rebound and a foul on the rebound. Josh Jost had the rebound. Brandon Tidmore came in trying to knock it away and commenced the personal foul. That's the 15th foul now against A-Rab here in the second half. The second on Brandon Tidmore. 209 remaining in the third. 10-point Wildcat lead, 34-24. Trevor Diamond dribbles up, Fortner on him. Gives it to Miller. Miller. Stop the pass, drug his toe, he's caught the trampling. The Wildcats want to talk it over. They call the timeout. Let's take one, two, 155 to go third quarter. The Wildcats lead for 10. You're listening to the Marshall County Basketball Tournament on WABU. Oh yeah, that clip was some regional high school basketball footage from public television in Guntersville, Alabama. Um, also, Yes, the area is called Arab, Alabama. Um, on Friday, June 9th, um, Patty League gave a presentation on Greek fiddle music on the Gulf Coast. Um, I didn't know that there was a, a really strong Greek community in Tarpon Springs, Florida, um, and Mobile, Alabama, and New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, but Patty talked about the relationship between you know, this particular tradition and sponge driver, divers and merchants from the Aegean Islands in the early 20, 20th century. And he shows different techniques and styles and explains the musical connections. So all of these are bootleg recordings. Um, so please excuse the lack of clarity on some of these, but I thought what he had to say was really rad and his performance was really cool. And um, that's all, so enjoy. So I'll play now a, a uh, song that's uh, sung throughout the Greek islands, but it's particularly associated with the Dodoganese chain, uh, and especially with the profession of sponge diving, uh, which is an extraordinary, it's, people still practice it, my best friend in Tarpon Springs, uh, who is a Florida folk heritage winner, Tashis uh, he's a full-time sponge diver. 
But back in the day, really before the 1940s, it, it was the absolutely dominant profession in our community. It's a very dangerous profession, as you can imagine, being down under the water at, at, at literally bone-crushing depths in a pressurized diving suit uh, all day. Uh, all kinds of things can go wrong and frequently did. I grew up around a lot of uh, elderly men who had withered arms or legs from decompression sickness. Um, in fact, National Geographic magazine, I think 1941, had a cover story about sponge diving in Tarpon Springs and said, the most dangerous profession in America, sponge diving. The mortality rate is absolutely, was astounding. Um, and in, in the Aegean anyway, because by the, by the 20th century, uh, Greek sponge fleets had pretty much decimated the, the Greek waters of sponges. So they were going to the coast of North Africa, especially Libya, and where the waters were particularly tough, uh, lots of sharks, lots of pirates. Um, the guy who taught me, my teacher in Tarpon Springs, who taught me how to sing and recite poetry and play the bagpipe, um, he was on sponge boats when he was a kid in the, uh, well, he's 98 now, so, yeah, in the late 20s, early 30s, and he has incredible stories of being attacked by pirates, you know, like Libyan, you know, and other pirates. Uh, so anyway, this is a song called Barbatholori. Uh, so I said, we draw cognitive maps of the, of the seascape and, and the island chains, but also of people. So this is Barbatholori, Uncle, Uncle Teddy, uh, who was a famous uh, sponge captain, um, who was very, very harsh to his crew. Uh, so this song, the chorus of this song, or one of the choruses says, Barbatholori, Uncle Teddy, why, why are you so mean to us? But the verse that is normally sung to this melody is at the beginning, which is what I'll sing, um, says is uh, a prayer by the woman to, well, she's, she's, she's asking for the, well, I'll just tell you what it says. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm a little emotional thinking about talking about this, but let me get my head straight. Um, so as I was saying, the sponge people would leave uh, right after Easter, on Easter Monday, and they usually wouldn't come back until October. So the vast majority of the male population of the island would be gone for half a year, and a lot of them wouldn't come back. Um, a lot of them wouldn't even, their bodies wouldn't even come back. Uh, they'd be buried on little rocks, little rocky islands on the coast of North Africa, or their body would never be recovered. Um, so this is a song where the, the, this verse the, uh, it's from a woman's perspective, and she says, This mihanisto forega, fato malamantoso. Which means, I will, I will cover your diving suit in gold, which means that she's going to take a, a little golden um, effigy of a, of a diving suit, take it to, the, to a shrine, to the shrine of the, of the Virgin Mary. Estelosu tirasili isos aseguitoso. And I'm going to send Tirapsili, who is a version of the, an avatar of the Virgin Mary, whose chapel is at the very top of one of the high mountains in Padanos, means the most high lady. I'm going to send her to you so that maybe I can save you. So this is And for the musicians in there, it's a Kalamatarnos rhythm, so it's a seven beat rhythm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four. 
The rest of it was rad. There was a presentation on the real meaning of Dia de Muertos by Monica Sanchez and Gerardo Rivias uh, from Casa Teatro Bilingual Theater Group um, in Tennessee. I think they're near Chattanooga. I'm not sure. Um, but other stuff, um, Amanda Malloy presented on building community through a collaborative festival with a panel. And the Library of Congress gave a great presentation um, with the intro by Monica Mahindra. And then Gary Waldrop Band played, and that was great. Some good bluegrass. And then we closed with a panel on Alabama blues artists and that was led by Lamont Pearly Sr. and he has a great Instagram called the African American Folklorist and anyway I have some clips from the Gary Waldrop band that I'm going to play and I will name the members of the group if I could find them. Okay got him. Gary Waldrop was singing lead Mindy Rakestraw was on bass, and she was singing tenor. I think she's in the Alabama Bluegrass Hall of Fame. Stan Wildman, um, who I think was getting ready to go play with Marty Stewart um, later in the week or had earlier. He was also in the Warrior River Boys. Um, and then Gary Waldrop's aunt, Donna Townsell, also played. So anyway, enjoy these melodious tunes um, as we end up. We won't have a reading this week, but enjoy this music as we fade out. Yeah. 
the Maddox Brothers in Rose, hailing from Boaz, Alabama, which was really close to Guntersville, where the conference was. And we're going to go out on Gary Waldrip playing a really intense banjo song. I can't find the name of the song, but he plays a deering banjo. And you should listen to his records. He's great. Um, that's all for this week. I hope you share a dispatch with someone you love today. Hope you check out some of the scholars and artists um, mentioned on this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Stay hydrated out there. It's been real hot in Nashville. Bye.